From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, October 10th. I'm Marco Werman. Today, calls for calm in Egypt the day after clashes leave at least 24 people dead. Security forces are pretty nervous at this point that they will end up looking as they did last night, which was uh, like a bunch of armed people who were out of control who were attacking civilians. Also, some of the globe's most prominent cyber criminals know one another and have helped each other out. They had an incredibly tight community, and when the police started coming after them, they actually mounted their own counterintelligence operation. BBC News with Gaynor Howells. The US President Barack Obama says he is deeply concerned about the deaths in Egypt of at least 24 people during violence between Coptic Christians and the security forces in Cairo. The ruling military council has ordered an investigation. From Cairo, Yoland Nell reports. Prayers for four Coptic Christians killed in the demonstrations at their funeral in Cairo's St Mark's Cathedral. Nearby church leaders also met to discuss the latest developments, asking Copts to begin a three-day fast for peace. In a statement, they blamed what they described as infiltrators for the clashes and chaos that erupted overnight in the city centre. Egypt's ruling military council has now promised a speedy investigation into exactly what happened. With parliamentary elections due at the end of next month, it's also insisting that this unrest will not throw Egypt's transition to civilian rule off track. The commander of African Union forces in Somalia says his troops have driven Islamist Ashabaab militants out of their last major stronghold in Mogadishu. General Fred Mugisha told the BBC that the whole of the capital was now controlled by African Union and Somali government forces. He said an offensive in the north had pushed the militants back from a range where their mortars could hit civilian areas. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, has made a personal appeal to the President of Zimbabwe, Robert Mugabe, for an end to what he called the persecution of Anglicans in the country and to unacceptable and illegal behaviour. Dr Williams spoke after meeting Mr Mugabe in Harare. I came to Zimbabwe a few days ago with the hope of sharing with the President our concerns about the divisions within the Anglican Church in Zimbabwe and standing in solidarity with our people here. We were able to share those concerns this afternoon, to share with His Excellency a dossier of some of those concerns and to discuss them very fully. Dr Williams said President Mugabe had told him he didn't recognise the scale of the intimidation he'd highlighted, but promised to address some of the questions raised. Stock markets have risen in the US and Europe after France and Germany's leaders committed themselves to a plan to tackle the Eurozone crisis by the end of the month. Here's our economics correspondent, Andrew Walker. Financial markets really want a concrete plan from Eurozone leaders to fix the sovereign debt and banking crises. That still hasn't materialised, but leaders of the two biggest powers involved, France and Germany, have promised one and set themselves a deadline, the end of the month. Investors have taken comfort from that commitment. But the improved sentiment is fragile. The political obstacles to a deal are formidable, and if the leaders fail or agree something seen as inadequate, then the recent gains in the markets could be reversed very quickly. You're listening to the World News from the BBC.
A UN report released in Afghanistan says prisoners held at a number of facilities run by the Afghan authorities have been tortured. NATO has stopped transferring detainees to some facilities as a result of the findings. The report says many prisoners, often suspected of having links to the Taliban or other militant groups, had clear signs of injuries caused by beatings or other abuses. Heavy fighting is continuing in the Libyan city of Sirte as pro-Gaddafi forces struggle to hold back the advance of fighters from the National Transitional Council. They now control both the main hospital and a showpiece conference centre. Wira Davis is in Sirte. The once lush and opulent Ouagadougou complex in Sirte is the kind of place that Colonel Gaddafi liked to spend his millions. Today the complex is in ruins, damaged by a week of intense clashes and vandalised by vengeful fighters.